Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're taking a deeper look at what's happening in the world of short-term rentals. This industry has become so developed that there are specialists in virtually every aspect of short-term rentals. There are products designed to automate so many aspects of owning and managing a short-term rental. There are management tools to help you integrate the calendars and portals associated with multiple booking systems, whether it's Airbnb, VRBO, Booking.com, HomeAway, or Expedia. These systems don't talk to each other. So if a client books your property, say, using Expedia, then all the other platforms need to be aware of the change in availability. And now there are tools to do that. There are tools to monitor booking activity and inventory in the market for specific dates so that you adjust your pricing according to demand, just like the airlines have dynamic pricing based on availability. There are automated programmable door locks that enable your guests to enter the property during the length of their stay using their smartphone as the key. There are tools to monitor noise levels to make sure that noise bylaws are not being violated and send an alert to the owner when the noise level is too high. There are property managers that specialize in short-term rentals. There are interior designers that specialize in short-term rentals. There are literally hundreds and hundreds of courses and coaches and experts in the short-term rental business on how to quit your job and live a life of financial freedom with a portfolio of short-term rentals. And like any gold rush, there is usually a little bit of over-exuberance. And the result of that is usually a market that gets oversupplied, that gets overbuilt. And there are so many people with very little background in property management or real estate getting into the short-term rental business. Many of these amateur hosts are getting terrible reviews. Over half of the short-term rentals in the U.S. were purchased in the past two years. And these properties are being leveraged, often assuming overly optimistic occupancy numbers. The short-term rental market did well during the COVID-19 pandemic when travel was restricted. And then there was a post-COVID travel boom. But there's far too many properties in some markets, and we're starting to see falling occupancy. There's an affordability crisis happening in short-term rentals. Cleaning fees have risen dramatically, and rates have also increased to the point where they're now often higher than hotel rates. We're starting to see a surplus of inventory in multiple markets. Let's zero in on just one market, Maricopa County. And this should be a wake-up call for you, because if you remember... Maricopa County was a hotspot for the housing crash in 2008. Many of those properties that went into default were in fact second homes. Many people whose homes were underwater in the wake of the great financial crisis had their second homes in Maricopa County. And there's currently over 7,500 rental listings in Maricopa County. That's in addition to the 23,000 for sale listings. The sale listings represent four and a half months of inventory and the average days on market was 56 days in November of this year. But remember, people are sitting on a lot of equity in their homes at the moment. They're trying to get out now while they can. These homes that are selling are those that are willing to discount by 10%, and that's clearly putting downward pressure on prices. The logic of those sellers is that it's better to get out now and lose 10 or 20% of their equity rather than hold on and risk losing 80 or 90% of their equity if the market really pulls back. There's a little bit of a run on the bank happening in second homes. We are seeing the owner of a second home sell their property, but that seller doesn't necessarily buy another property. That's because it was a second home. Sometimes they're selling the primary residence and moving into the second home. Now, a cursory review of available listings in Maricopa County for the second week of January shows a lot of properties available. 
Now, Airbnb doesn't tell you exactly how many listings are available within a given radius. They'll simply tell you that there's more than a thousand available at any given time. They don't give you the exact number. So if you narrow the search to individual communities in the county, like Phoenix or Scottsdale, Mesa, Tempe, Apache Junction, Chandler, Gilbert, Glendale, El Mirage, Guadalupe, Surprise, Peoria, Goodyear, all of them had more than a thousand listings available. And there's 27 individual municipalities in Maricopa County. And based on this simple but very crude analysis, I can confidently say that there are many thousands upon thousands of empty homes available in the Phoenix area in the middle of January for short-term rental. And that's in addition to the 7,500 rental listings and the 23,000 for sale listings. So let me get this straight. This is the time of year when the snowbirds leave the cold weather and go to the south in places like Phoenix and Vegas and Florida to spend the winter. This is supposed to be the peak season for the market. Now, I've been saying for more than a year that I believe the short-term rental market is getting overheated. As always, of course, real estate is hyper-local. What's true in Phoenix might not apply in Aspen or Raleigh, North Carolina, but analysis of the short-term rental market in the Phoenix area shows that 65% of listings had less than 90 days of occupancy throughout the year. Now, I don't need to know the specifics of those properties, but I can tell you with confidence that occupancy of less than 25% is not going to be enough to give you positive cash flow. I don't care what your nightly rate is. Only 11% of the properties had occupancy between 50 and 75%, and only 3% of the properties had occupancy above 75%. Now, when I owned a portfolio of short-term rentals on the edge of Banff National Park, our annual occupancy was near 80% throughout the pandemic. Now, I always felt that 80% was a great number, but as I look at these statistics across multiple markets, I'm seeing that 80% was an outlier and definitely not the norm. And for this reason, I'm expecting to see a surge of second homes on the market and eventually a wave of defaults on these properties. Many of these properties were secured with loans at below 3%, and if these loans are forced to renew or these properties need to refinance, today they would be above 7%. I'm here to tell you that the inventory of poorly performing short-term rentals represents a shadow inventory in the real market. Many of these properties are going to appear on the market, and they could appear on the market all at once, which would put extreme downward pressure on prices. Armed with this data, I would expect to see lenders withdraw from the short-term rental market in very large numbers. As you think about that, pay close attention to what's happening in the short-term rental market. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.